Welcome back to the Resiliency Ninja Podcast. It's Allison Graham here, and this is the last episode of 2018. And I have decided that I'm going to take the rest of the month off of sharing the podcast, although I have five interviews with some incredible guests lined up in December. But because of the hustle and bustle, I don't want their message to get lost in all of the, you know, party time and then the uh, vacations and everything else going on. So I'm going to put those interviews into the January rotation. So stay tuned for those. And it's also a great time for you to uh, catch up on a former episodes. You know, we started, we've got 42 episodes now, and it's, uh, you know, just been a really great experience from my perspective to get to share with you, and I hope you love it as well. Now, I, I know that we are going to shift gear soon. We are going to go into New Year's Eve, or not New Year's Eve, we will go into New Year's Eve, but into New Year's resolution mode in the next little bit, in the next few weeks, people are going to start asking you, what are you going to do in 2019? Before you dive into that conversation, would you please take a moment to celebrate and reflect on 2018? So often we're so quick in our society to go to, what's the next thing? What am I going to do next? What am I going to achieve next? What can I do better? And instead, we don't actually sit down and go, wow, look at how far I've come and celebrate all those little wins along the way. I know as I look back on my 2018, there are two things that really come to my mind. Number one is if you would have asked me on, you know, I'm recording this December 10th, 2018, if you would have asked me on December 10th, 2017, if I was going to launch a podcast in 2018, my answer would have been an absolute no. <laughs> no, I am not going to, because I didn't think I would. And actually, I thought about it a couple times. And then I thought, well, how, you know, if I'm just interviewing people, am I going to get to share, you know, my thoughts and am I, you know, is a lot of work and doesn't necessarily uh, have a, a return, like all those limiting beliefs. And I think ultimately it was just fear. Like, do I have anything to say? And is anybody going to be listening? I think that's what, you know, it, the, the core root of it all. And, you know, it's been such a, a blessing. I'm so glad that I decided to do it. And the reason, truthfully, as I share here, uh, the reason I decided to take the leap was because there was a client who had hired me to speak on the business side of things a couple years ago. They love me, the great feedback, everything like that. They said, if ever you have another speech, like, let us know and we'd love to have you back. And I did. I said, hey, I've got this new resilience speech. And they ended up hiring somebody who had a podcast. And I went, What? <laughs> You know, that's how you no, no, I'm the person was phenomenal and did a great job, by the way. But I was like, what podcast was the differentiator? And that was the impetus for me to look at a podcast and say, how can it fit into my business model? And also, how could I use it to influence and inspire and serve others? people who I want to reach. So I haven't looked back. I'm so excited I did it. But this time last year, podcasts would definitely not have been something I would have thought I was doing. And uh, here I am rounding out the year with a podcast. So that was one of the big things I look back on 2018. The second piece that I look back on for 2018 is my is actually a failure. 
a failure that's arguably a win, but maybe not. I, I, so here's what happened. I set a huge goal. I was all in on the speaking. I wanted, you know, to do 80 and 18, 80 speaking engagements. And there are a lot of people who do 80 engagements. Um, there are some people who do like almost every day. It's a different type of speaking that they do when they do training or, or smaller fee gigs. And so they do a higher volume. I like to do a pretty reasonable size um, speaking fee and not, not necessarily where I want it to be, but you know, it's there. And uh, I do sort of a lower volume and I wanted to really up my game this year and just get out there and share my message with people. And I did really well in certain areas, but I didn't come anywhere close to my actual goal of 80 and 18. And, but but here's the thing that I can look back on for 2018 is I didn't reach that goal, but I got to answer the question, why? And the first thing is because for about three months, I got sidetracked and I took on a contract with an organization uh, to help them out with something. And in hindsight, I should not have done that. Or I should have figured out how can I do that and maintain my momentum on the speaking side of my business beyond the consulting. So that was number one. It got me off my focus. Number two is I was still trying to straddle both sides. So one of the things that's really important when you're speaking or any kind of business is to really niche your market, niche your message. And I have been doing the sales and profitable relationships for so many years. And I'm known for that. But my passion now is you probably heard me in all these talks is about how do you be resilient every day? Because I believe that all the tactics in the world don't matter if you can't manage your self-doubt, if you can't deal with the you know stress and competing priorities and the issues of being totally overwhelmed in the office. And you know your coworkers, there's research how the people who you work with can actually have a, a stronger impact on you from a stressful perspective than global disasters. And so all of that, I really believe that the resilience and the the formula that I've created and the resilience set point is so powerful. But because I've been earning a living for so many years around the profitable networking and the relationship side of the business, I wasn't willing to go all in on one or the other. And I think for 2019, that's going to shift because I, uh, the last several months have been, uh, you know, really some amazing clients, some amazing success stories from clients of on the resilience side, individuals who have written me and said, oh my gosh, I realize now that all the stress that I'm under that's making me totally unhappy and I'm missing everything with my family and I'm not enjoying the process of living is self-induced. And that there's a way through that and I don't have to live like that anymore. And I think about the impact, the ripple impact of somebody who is a business owner or who is a manager who recognizes where they are in that resiliency set point dial and says, you know what, I'm not happy with that outcome. I'm going to change it. And what that does is it changes how they set up, they show up for the people around them. It changes how the people around them show up because they'll influence those other people. And it just makes for people to have a more joyful and happier existence. So that to me is the learning that I had to go through in terms of like, I knew I wanted to teach resilience 
But at the beginning of the year, I'm not sure I understood the power of the ripple impact of what happens when somebody really truly learns how to become resilient. And so while I didn't get those 80 gigs uh, that I expected, I did exceptionally well. I mean, I probably did at least half that. I haven't counted it up, but uh, maybe even more. But I, I've got to let go of some of my old material so that I can step into this new material, which I really believe can like significantly impact corporate America. Like, like I believe, and and you know, even in the globe. But I, I think that there's a key in there if I can help even that middle management group sort of show up happier, more joyful, more confidently dealing with obstacles in a way that doesn't impact negative impact the team's culture. And so that is where I'm at. So now the speech is at a great spot. I've been honing it and honing it and honing it. And uh, now maybe we'll do 90 and 19. Who knows? But uh, right, right now where I'm at is celebrating, looking back, 2018, what happened? What are the wins? What are the processes that, that really worked? Who are the people who I was so blessed to interact with? And I believe that you who is listening, uh, you're one of those people. So thank you for being a part of this Resiliency Ninja movement. And now once I'm done sort of reflecting on 2018, I will turn my sights to 2019. What can I learn from last year? What do I want to achieve? What do those numbers look like? And what am I going to do to accomplish it? So that's where I'm at. I think the last few weeks of this year, uh, no sense putting out more podcasts, but I'm going to encourage you to go back, start at number one. If you haven't, that was Kimberly Clark, who is, uh, it's still one of the most listened to, I think it is actually has the highest number, the highest number of listens is on that very first podcast I did with Kimberly Clark. And there have been some phenomenal other people, uh, Joe Fox, who is a former chief of the NYPD. Uh, there is, you know, Jeffrey Hazlett. Uh, I don't like I'm not going to go through and name them all, but just phenomenal interviews. So go back, listen to those. The Facha Fridays are all there. And we will come back even, uh, you know, more enthusiastic and excited with those first five interviews that I'm doing in December for the new year. Incredible interviewees. I won't tell you who they are. Uh, and also the Facha Fridays. Those will continue because those are fun. But here's the one last tidbit I want to give you as a heads up. I'm sort of prematurely announcing this, but I know it's going to happen and it's all set to go. It's just not launched. But in the new year, if at Christmas time you get an Amazon Alexa device, then there are things called flash briefings. So really short, generally, uh, little updates on what's going on. And I am going to start the Resiliency Ninja Flash Minute where I'll give you one little tidbit of inspiration for the day around your resilience, around uh, lowering your stress, about being more joyful, more confident, whatever the case may be. It's one a day, but it's only one minute a day. So get ready. If you have an Amazon Alexa, you will be able to add the flash briefing from Resiliency Ninja into your daily repertoire. So that is on its way. And uh, other than that, I just want to wish you an absolutely incredible end of 2018. Can't wait to see you on the other side, 2019. My website is r-ninja.com. And 
you can send me an email at allison at r-ninja.com. Don't forget to share, post, subscribe, write a review uh, on your favorite things. And oh, by the way, hey, if I haven't announced it yet, which I don't think I have, Resiliency Ninja is also on iHeartRadio, which is a huge win. So iHeartRadio is another place you can be getting this information. So thanks very much. Happy New Year. In the meantime, uh, don't let those obstacles get in your way of success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.